On Inside Motorsport this week, we head back to Bathurst with Richard Crowell, who, of course, was covering all the action, including a big weekend of Formula 3. They said Formula 3s couldn't run at the mountain, Richard. How wrong were they? Uh, Craig Revelle, they were incredibly wrong, as it turns out. Uh, yeah, last weekend was one for the doubters. Uh, Formula 3 made its debut at Mount Panorama the week after putting on a great show at Simmons Plains for the V8 Supercars and Round 3 of the Australian Drivers' Championship had all the usual action that Formula 3 provides, but supplemented by the fact that we're at the best racetrack Australia has to offer and a place many people thought that Wings and Slicks Racing would never return to, but it did. The show was amazing and we walked away with it with a pretty impressive lap time as well. It was interesting and I know Kumo Tyres got behind what would the new outright track lap record be uh, by having a competition for people to guess what number it would end up. Uh, 2046187, so about four tenths faster than the existing benchmark which was Alan Simonson's lap uh, last November in the Dry Bathurst event which was a 204.9 but there's some controversy around that Craig because that was sent during a, a sprint event wasn't set during an actual race as you and I would know it which starts with the green light and ends with the chequered flag but we smashed that and we broke what most people would accept to be the existing Bathurst lap record which is a 6-3 set during uh, the 12 hour race this year and of course Craig Lowndes is 6-8 being the fastest V8 supercar lap so either way all the talking stopped they did a, a 204.6 uh, amazingly fast the best thing is there's more time to come because by the time they went racing, they, the cars only had one practice session and one qualifying session, and they were straight into racing. So there wasn't much time to develop the cars, get the setup right, and of course these drivers, most of them had never been there before, learning Australia's most difficult racetrack as well at the same time. So when we go back next year, um, the you know they they should unload and be quick off the truck from that very first session and just keep getting faster and faster. And I imagine the international interest, there was a lot of people sitting on the sidelines just waiting to see how it all went. Yeah, I think you're bang on with that. I think a lot of people sat in the sidelines going, well, we're not 100% convinced this is going to work. Um, let's sit back and watch and wait and see what happens. And then if it works, we'll, we'll do it next year. If it doesn't work, well, then we haven't lost anything. As it turned out, it worked a treat. The racing was superb and it turns out the place actually produces really good wings and slicks racing as well as being everything that Bathurst is to every driver in the sport at the moment. And it was a great weekend. And, yeah, look, long term, there's a real potential for that to become, you know, an Australian version of what Macau is to Formula 3. There's no reason why it can't become, like the 12-hour is, an international event at Mount Panorama on a different date. So it gives the, not only the the promoter but the Bathurst Regional Council, the, the central west of New South Wales region and even to a certain extent the New South Wales government, it gives them you know, another opportunity to build a major event in the region. So long term could be huge. British F3 had their first round at the weekend and I know a lot of the people in that series were on the internet watching the times and watching the pictures and the onboard vision that was posted just trying to see what was going on. So a lot of people paying a lot of attention to it. Mm. Now, James Winslow, of course, the, the big winner on the weekend, and he's extended his championship lead out to 133 points over Chris Gilmore. And he's got basically a full round over Gilmore now, going into round four at Darwin in June. So it's a big margin. You know, James is, is a phenomenal driver, and, and he's a guy that if things don't go his way, he'll just keep chipping on and knows that he can score points, which is what he did in race one at the weekend, had to start from back after a, a technical infringement after qualifying, got sent to the back of the grid, worked his way to second, settled for second place and 
got the points, but then went on and no, knew he had a fast car and went on and won um, the two races on Sunday. So, you know, he's won eight of the nine races so far. It's a remarkable streak. Um, he's, you know, right up there with the most wins in a row in the championship history. He, he's breaking all kinds of records. He's got a big lead, but there's still four rounds to go. And Darwin last year was the turning point in the championship battle that got Chris Gilmore back into the fight. Now, Chris Gilmore got a couple of second places at the weekend. He is the lap record holder now at Bathurst. So he's got good speed. He just needs to convert that into a race victory. And Darwin last year was where he really showed that he had what it took to go with James Winslow. Ultimately, he went on to win the championship. So No, and in the national class, uh, Hayden Cooper has got a handy buffer over Adrian Cultural as well. Yeah, but what we've got now is three different round winners from three starts in uh, the, the Four Park National class. Uh, at the Clipsal 500, Hayden Cooper won the, the first round. At round two, last weekend in Tasmania, it was, uh, or I should say two weeks ago now, uh, in Tasmania, it was Adrian, um, Adrian Cottrell, the, the reigning Aussie racing car champion, who stepped into Formula 3 this year and has done a great job. He won in Tassie, did an awesome job. And then at the weekend at Bathurst, it was Ben Jerzykowski, the young Queenslander, had a big crash at Clipsal, destroyed his car, borrowed the old Tim Macro Cool Temp Racing Dallara, uh, took him a, a round to get into it, but at Bathurst he was fantastic. Finished fourth outright in the main race about Panorama. Did an awesome job, and he's uh, got his win. So three winners from three rounds for the young drivers, and remember they're the ones challenging for the $50,000 scholarship for the championship class drive next year that still Juliana won in 2011. So there's a lot of competition there, and three winners from three rounds makes it pretty close, and yeah, as we said, four rounds to go, plenty of order to go under the bridge yet. Mm. Well, plenty of other cars were out on the track as well as Formula 3 who headlined the Motorsport Festival. We had production sports, HQ Holdens, Aussie Racing Cars, and of course the historic Touring Car Group N class, along with the New South Wales Road Racing Class and the Porsche Club of New South Wales. What were some of your highlights from that other battles? Uh, look, production sports car was fantastic. They uh, they put on a great show. They had a very good quality field. They had the, the Porsche of Neil Muston, who won the first round of the Radical Australia Cup, incidentally, four or five weeks ago, um, got back into his Porsche, and he dominated the weekend, but there was a group of Lotuses uh, right in behind him that had a, a really good battle, and we had uh, Jamie Augustine and Andrew Medici teaming up together in the Daytona Coupe that actually won the production sports cars on the mountain 12 months ago at the same race meeting. So, great field, great racing, and, you know, adds to that Bathurst endurance racing tradition and the sports cars that we see now with the 12-hour, of course, going so strongly. The HQ Holdens had some one-hour endurance races remarkably on Saturday. They went caution-free, no safety cars in a one-hour HQ race. Now, if you put money on that at the start, I reckon you'd do pretty well for yourself because uh, the odds would be about a million to one. The, the Bathurst Motor Festival is a great event, Craig. It, it sort of allows other people to get an opportunity to race at Mount Panorama that might not get the opportunity usually. So really well supported. We had just over 10,000 people attend the event over the three days, up about a 1,000 from last year. So attendance is going in the right direction and all the media feedback, I guess, in the, the central west region, especially in Bathurst itself, was very, very positive. They love their racetrack being supported and it was supported well at the weekend. i tell you what, Adrian Cottrell must have been busy because he was running in Formula 3, as we mentioned there, but he's also in the Aussie racing class and uh, had a couple of wins across the weekend as well. Yeah, he did. In fact, he won the, the fourth race of the weekend by about six one-hundredths of a second. So it was like watching an IndyCar race at Chicago Motor Speedway or something. It was phenomenal. But uh, he finished uh, second for the round. They had some really good results. And 
he's trying to back up his Aussie racing car title from last year as well as stepping up into Formula 3. So I think he had four Aussie racing car races, three F3 races. Uh, he did about 700 kilometres of racing at Mount Panorama over the course of the weekend. So he's got plenty of laps of Bathurst as young Adrian, but superb superb job. He He's impressed me a lot this year. He's a driver that's really come on strong. He's He's got some good backing behind him now from a, a lot of supporters, and he's doing a fantastic job in the F3 especially which has opened a lot of eyes as to what he's capable of. So, yeah, big things ahead from uh, the young South Australian driver. And, of course, the festival going from strength to strength. Next Easter weekend, we should be very interested to see what sort of Formula 3 lineup and supports. Yeah, and, and you know, it's going to be a moving target. We're going to... You know, there might be different categories. There might not. That that will all be decided by the promoter. But it's a great event that, that just gives another level of race meaning to Mount Panorama. So you've got all the tiers of motor racing represented now. So, you know, obviously October, the V8 supercars of the Bathurst 1000, it's the iconic event at Bathurst. The Armoral 12 hours growing rapidly, as we've spoken about at length on this program before, um, about how strong that event's becoming with the international interest. And now there's this third tier kind of event where there's some different categories there, but there's the potential for something like Formula 3 to grab it and go, hey, let's make this our own, let's get some internationals down, let's build a regional event and make it as big as we possibly can. So, yeah, I, I think it's fantastic for the region. I know the, the regional council there in the Central West love it. I, you know, every opportunity to get people into the town. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.